Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I am your host, and today's episode is going to be a bit more about art and creativity, because obviously that's a big part of my life with the work I do, and that's actually what this podcast started as when I started it back in 2020, I think. It was mostly focused on creative writing and just like artistry in a sense. And obviously I shifted a little bit, but I'm coming back to that because I think it's it it's intertwined with personal growth and personal development, of course. And I know that a lot of the people who follow me are artists and they're they are also creators. And they are using a lot of the personal growth and personal development work I do uh, as a way to help them throughout their creative journey. So I wanna actually create more content around that as well, because I wish I would have had that when I was also starting out with this kind of creative work, but any creative work really. Today's episode is going to be about how you should just let yourself do it badly. Don't aim to be good at what you're doing. (laughs) Now, obviously, this doesn't mean that you're going into your creative work and creative endeavors not putting your best foot forward. Of course, do it with the intention of being as good as you can be, right? But also go in with allowing yourself the space to do it badly and to not hold the pressure of your, on yourself of it has to be perfect. It has to be amazing. It has to be innovative. It has to be the, the the most interesting thing that people would want to follow. You don't want to go into it with that mindset because, and I've done this myself throughout my life, you're setting yourself up for failure when you do when you do that. You're setting yourself up to think that you are not good enough unless it is all a certain way and you are getting a lot of positive feedback constantly. And obviously we want positive feedback, of course we do, but you won't get it all the time. And you still have to be willing to step into your creativity and your art, even if you don't expect the the good feedback. Now, that doesn't mean you won't get it. I'm sure you will get it. But if you step into it with the energy of, I'm expecting good feedback and I need good feedback, All your insecurities, all your fears are going to bubble up to the surface and they're going to potentially self-sabotage or make you self-sabotage because you might not feel good enough to get the feedback that you're expecting, right? The good feedback that you really, really want. So you might just hold yourself back in general from even attempting to do the thing. But the best way to get better, right? To get really, really good so that you can get positive feedback is to do it badly, to start as a beginner because as a beginner, you're not an expert yet. You don't really know what you're doing. You have to start from that place of being bad so that you can start getting good. So go into it with the idea of, I'm going to do it badly. I'm going to go in aiming low and not expecting too much for myself, right? Obviously, letting yourself um, try, right? That's enough to uh, hold yourself up to a standard of, see, I I think I'm good enough that I can at least give it a try, right? Give it a shot, but not going in with the expectation of, I have to be perfect. I have to be amazing. And this is something that I've actually had to experience throughout my own journey because up until a couple of years ago when I started TikTok, I didn't think that I would be good at anything other than writing by myself, isolated, behind my laptop, and that's it. That's the only way I can show up. However, I also had a lot of negative ideas of what it meant to be a good writer or how I should be perceived or showing up And I put a lot of pressure on my writing to the point where I felt like I couldn't really do it in the way that was free flowing, right? That allowed me to just just do it, just to get it out there, just to like release it into the world and have people read it and enjoy it and appreciate it. I really held myself back. I felt like I had to be really, really good. I felt like I had to be this masterpiece every time 
And I'm sure a lot of that is just a narrative I created in my own mind about maybe like the other writers that I really admired, right? Seeing their work, which they have also had to master over years of doing it badly, but seeing the end product and then holding up, holding it up against my own work, you know, obviously did not make me feel the best. And I felt like, oh, I have to be exactly, I have to be an end product already. And that's not true, right? And that's one thing that actually really, really held me back from allowing myself to be seen in my creativity because I felt like I had to be perfect in my form and the way I did it. And if I didn't do it the exact way you're supposed to do it with my, you know, my belief of, of gatekeepers and all that, then it's not worthy, right? So it really created a lot of resistance in the work that I was creating. But I remember in December, 2021, yes, December, 2021, when I posted my first TikTok video at the end of December. But during that month, I remember thinking to myself, or maybe even a little bit before that, thinking to myself, like, I'm I'm done with my own shit, basically. Like, I'm done with holding myself back. I am done with trying to pivot into opportunities that are somewhat aligned with what I want to do, but not fully invested in it. Like, because I saw myself as wanting to be uh, fully into creative writing, I was like, okay, maybe I can do like the closest thing that is like similar to it, that is more, you know, more adult, more responsible. So I was doing a lot of copywriting, but that's not what fuels me, right? And I knew that deep down, Um, but I was holding myself back and I was using that as almost like a, a placeholder for what I really wanted to do. But to really want to do that thing, I had to step into it and just be like, okay, I'm going to just do it and not care. Just put it out there, right? And I remember thinking, and I think I've shared this story a few times before, but before I posted that first video, my intention was I want to get my creative work out there. So I was doing fiction writing. I was also doing nonfiction writing, like the kind I do on my Substack right now. I was doing it on my blog at the time. So I would do like daily daily posts, kind of shorter ones about the topics I basically talk about in my TikTok videos. Uh, but I wanted to get eyes on my on my work. And when I went in with that intention, not the intention of I want to be really, really good and like uh, totally admired and, uh, you know, uh, my work being really validated. When I went in with the intention of simply, I just want to get eyes on it. I just want to be seen. Immediately, my mind kind of clicked into place and, and I thought, OK, so what's the best way to do that? What's the best platform to do that on? And at the time, of course, TikTok. TikTok was the most visible platform. I had been on it, obviously, since 2020. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed the platform. I can see how much visibility there is there, you know, how, how great it is for community as well. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. So if I'm going to be seen, I have to be on TikTok. I got to just start doing stuff on TikTok. And before that I was doing a few kind of like trend videos, but you know, again, that's not really me. Me, I like to just talk. Like I just like to express myself in a more of a stream of consciousness kind of way, just like I do in this podcast, right? Um, so I was like, okay, I have to, I have to just share some videos, even though until that, up until that point, I was like, I am not good at, at articulating myself verbally. I am not, I don't like the idea of being seen, uh, talking like my face being seen or there was something about that, that really was difficult for me. The idea of being on video all the time or on camera. And I was like, but that's, you know, but my intention, and I, this is why I keep reiterating that intention in life in general is really, really important. My intention was to be seen, to just get eyes on my work. So when I went into it with that and I knew I was going to be bad at making videos because I really thought I was really bad at articulating myself verbally. I was like, I'm going to be bad, but the intention is to just be seen. So I was like, I'm going to just do it badly. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to talk. And yeah, that's it. And I remember my first video that I made that was more of a talking video. 
was me just talking, like me just talking at my desk, uh, no microphone like I have now that has better audio quality, just me talking about, I think, turning 30 because I had turned 30 at that time. And it was great. It blew up. <laughs> and it really shifted the way I saw myself, the way I saw my efforts, the way I saw in the importance of intention and how my entire self-concept shifted. Because again, up until then, I didn't think I was good at articulating myself verbally. I didn't see how that could help me in any real way. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to do this. But that moment in and of itself where I realized like, oh no, people do value what I have to offer. And it has nothing to do with the way I do it necessarily, right? Like, of course, I know people enjoy the way I speak, um, the, the sound of my voice. Like I, I've gotten great feedback on that, but it's not really about how I think I need to do it, right? This idea of perfectionism. People just valued what I was doing and how, like just showing up basically. And in that moment, I was like, oh, so it really has nothing to do necessarily with the, the act or like the form, right? Which was, I was so obsessed with when it came to writing of being really good at the, the structure of it. It was just about showing up. It was just about doing it, even if that meant doing it badly, like even doing it badly. And that's just basically what I thought was bad, right? To other people, the way I show up and the way I speak is great. Even in that first video, I was amazing at it. I was such a great speaker, but the way I perceived it was it was bad. But that's why it's important to be able to allow yourself to do things badly because your version of bad might not be somebody else's version of bad. Your version of bad might be exactly what somebody else needs to experience and it's and it's perfect for them. You know, it really is just about the way you are perceiving yourself. So this is why I want to encourage anybody else who is an artist, a creative person who wants to put their stuff out there, just do it badly. Do it badly. Change the intention behind why you're doing it. If the intention is I need to do it perfectly, then yeah, you're going to have a hard time showing up because you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Perfection does not exist. If the intention though is I just want to be seen or I just want to get eyes on my work or I just want to honor myself and my creativity and my inner child, my child self who really, really wanted to be this kind of artist. If that's the intention, then you'll have way more momentum with what you're doing. You won't feel as much resistance. And of course, it will still feel uncomfortable because you're not used to it. But once you step past that threshold, that initial threshold, it'll feel much smoother afterwards because you're not holding on to the idea of what's good, right? You're doing it badly, whatever badly is for you. And then over time you realize like, oh, there isn't really a set idea or standard of what bad is or what good is. It's just what's right for you in that moment. Because obviously I look back at my older videos and I'm like, oh, wow, like <laughs> I feel like I've improved a lot since then. But at the time that was my best and people were, like appreciated it. Now I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, I feel way more confident in the way I speak. I can see it in my videos and my posture because I did it over and over again. But if someone's looking at my most recent videos and it's like, oh my gosh, she's so articulate. Like, how does she do that? I had to really do it badly for a while before I got to the place where I felt comfortable being on camera, speaking openly and knowing when to pause so that I have, you know, I have a nice place to cut the video so that I can get to the next point and the, you know, opening hook, what works best, you know, like that kind of stuff you, you learn over time, but you have to do it badly initially to understand what your flow is, what works best for you, what is your good, right? Not you know, this, this general, you know, external expectation of good, right? So yeah, for anybody else out there who's struggling right now, who's scared to be, to do what they want to do, their art, putting it out there because they fear it being bad or not good enough, do it badly, do it badly. Cause the intention should not be it being good or perfect. The intention should be 
getting your eyes on it or honoring yourself or whatever your intention is, right? The intention should be a lot deeper than just the surface level, you know, perception of you as a person. Find what really, really drives your art and your creativity and hold on to that because that's what's going to carry you through all of it because there are so many things that'll come up throughout your journey that'll be difficult to deal with, but you will as long as you hold on to your intention. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. Uh, If you could leave a rating and review of this podcast, I would really appreciate that. Um, You can follow all of my social medias. I'll have all the links in the show notes below. And yeah, follow my Substack as well, where I write about these things in more detail. And I'll be back again soon with another episode.